0: Hey everybody, and welcome to InfernoCast, episode 026, that's 26. I am InfernoFox, host of this podcast and of YouTube's Inferno Fox Gaming channel. We are here on YouTube, as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. Tonight, joining me is my fantastic cast and crew, and we've got, in a very particular order, starting off, we have Simbu Darkfang. He is our level 5 grandpa, basement of the dead main actor again that's basement of the dead located in aurora illinois and the part of chicagoland so if you're in the area check out their schedule and make sure you check them out and one one of one of if not the best at fork knife brs don't fight me on this simbu Darkfang. thank you so much for joining us
1: hey it's always uh always good to be here in chicagoland um you know just dodging the uh pellet guns so you know
0: and he and he mind you we're in chicagoland so he's lucky it's just pellet guns next up we've got (laughs) storm rose sky of the twitch and youtube channels of storm rose sky storm thank you so much for joining us
2: thank you for having me it's a pleasure to be here
0: and always a pleasure to have you. And before we introduce my next guest, Storm, go ahead and enlighten us on your latest and greatest video that you released on the YouTube channel of Storm Rose Sky.
2: Oh, today was the top six. Wait, was it top six or did I do top five? was the top five warm blankets. Um, and that is shows that I can, shows or series that I can watch at repeatedly. I made it through Big Bang Theory eight times last year and we'll uh start off next year with it as soon as i'm done with friends so Mm -hmm. there you go but that is what that uh that video is about and we'll hopefully have another one done before school starts again next week
0: excellent and definitely uh, look forward to, to checking that i i totally missed it too i i i Made sure to subscribe, but I must not have rang that bell for notification, which you, the the user, should make sure that you do for our, our channel here, as well as Storm Rose Sky. And next up, we've got Jamie Owls. She is my partner and partner in crime. Jamie Owls, thank you so much for joining us.
3: Thanks. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here again and talk about video games.
0: Absolutely. And next up, we have Astromedes. He is a developer and co-owner of Second Place Games. Astromedes, thank you so much for joining us.
4: Thanks for having me. Glad to be here uh, recovering from most, but not quite all, of the end-of-year holidays here. (laughs) Absolutely. And
0: last but not least is Jason the 13th of the YouTube channel, Jason the 13th. Jason, thank you so much for joining us in your new and temporary and noisy location <laughs> make sure to tell everyone there
5: that we all <laughs> said hi of course no problem i'm sure when i'm unmuted you might hear stuff in the background so <laughs> but at least at least i was able to make it this week so
0: <laughs> absolutely and we're definitely glad to to have you here and jason i'm going to put you on point for my first question right off the bat you're in trouble it is <laughs> right. it is what video game are you currently playing right now Ooh,
5: currently Ooh. um other than like fortnite and pokemon um i really haven't started anything new i want to get into mario rpg but that's sitting on the backlog
3: at the moment
2: forget <laughs> pokemon do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know um but yep uh,
5: so that'll be uh, the start of my years mario rpg Nice.
0: Astromedis, how about you? What video games are you
4: currently playing? Um, I've still been playing Inscription. After I beat kind of the main story, there's sort of an additional uh, mode you can keep playing on that I've sort of surprisingly come back to and played a bunch. A little bit of Darkest Dungeon. And then I also just picked up uh, Risk of Rain Returns, uh, and I played a bit of that, and it uh, was about as good as I'd hoped. It's a remaster, essentially, of Risk of Rain from whenever that came out, 2015 initially, 2D roguelike uh, uh, action thing. Nice. That sounds fun. Very
0: cool. Jamie Owls, how about you? What you playing? I I know what you're playing, but tell everyone here what you're playing.
3: I'm playing Resident Evil 4, and I love it so much. I want to keep playing, so after this podcast, I'm going to go straight to playing resident evil
4: 4 <laughs> yeah is that a remaster you're playing
3: yes yes it is
0: yeah. yeah it's so good i got it i got maybe what three or four hours in into that jamie owls and then i ended up kind of s- sidelining it for other stuff and
3: mm-hmm.
0: you, you already got to where i was at and and, and then some it's really great to see you yeah you're, you're playing that and getting into all, all, all the resident evil games especially I think
3: I'm chapter 10 <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome, <laughs> Storm. How about you? what What you currently playing right now? Up, oh, Storm. Did we lose you?
2: Oh, we oh, you had Sorry. muted me because there are cooking sounds in my background. So you know, mute happens with me, as we know. That is just <laughs> a way of life for me. Um, yeah,
1: Storm. Mike, so,
2: <laughs> yes, all the time. Anyway, Animal Crossing, uh, Fortnite, and God of War Ragnarok is what I'm making my way through right now.
0: Very nice. Excellent. And Simbu, how about you? What are you currently playing right now?
1: Uh, well, I just finished up a first run-through of Streets of Rage 4 and Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Uh, currently working on a replay-through of Luigi's Mansion 3 on the Switch. Picked that up for uh picked that picked up all three of those for uh, you know, good sale price. Um and of course, usual culprit, Fortnite.
0: Nice. Excellent. Yeah, you're definitely playing a lot of a lot of great games. I it's really cool to see that you're into the the whole beat em ups and everything like that. I I I need to keep that in mind so that we can get some playthroughs and and whatnot. Um, do you prefer to play the the beat 'em ups on the, the PS5 or the Switch? I'm assuming the PS5, right?
1: Oh, see, I got the two of them for the Switch. Okay, because I mean, honestly, because they're they're low graphic, they're they're low intensity um, games. So it's it's one of those when like now that I actually have a good Switch to use, um, it's going to be more of a how detailed like lego games will always be like the ps5 because i love the hub worlds and things like that um the overworld areas but something like shredder's revenge or streets of rage 4 you know that they're, they're they're low intensity they don't have like these great hub worlds or anything like that so you know it it doesn't really matter what system i get them on
0: very cool That, that that's good to know definitely um and kind of segueing that into just the general topic for video games is we're going to round out the year because this of course is the last podcast not only of the the year but for 2023 and we're going to be ending it strong uh kind of going into what we've played through in 2023 and it's always important though to remember that big brother is watching you and no i'm not talking about storm's husband or at least for me, I'm t- uh, okay. one of the things with Big Brother is that uh, he he always has the year-end summaries of gameplay to give you. So, like this includes companies like Steam, Nintendo, Sony, and the like, where they do their year-end review stuff. Um, and, yeah. and since we've all received these, I figured it'd be a nice reminder of what we've played. Uh, especially especially like earlier in the year when we have sort of forgotten what we played back then like uh for example the year review for nintendo i forgot that i put in about 20 hours of our emblem engage uh in in january so like it was cool to see oh my god i actually even though i I didn't actually beat that i i still threw in 20 hours like okay hey that's cool cool to see so kind of based on these summaries uh, I want to ask you guys which service you ended up putting the most amount of hours in, and what games you ended up playing the most this this year. And uh, let's see, Storm. I think I'm going to ask you first. Uh, so, what service do you end up putting the most hours in, and what games did you play the most?
2: Okay, PlayStation One with a whopping 999 hours.
0: Yeah. Um, dang. Nice.
2: This- my switch, just my personal and not I forgot to uh sign on to Greg's and find out his. But um mine had 900 hours. The game that won, <laughs> surprise, surprise. I will tell you, Fortnite was the winner on the Switch, or oh, on the Switch and PlayStation, with 658 hours put in on the PlayStation. Um and Animal Crossing was the winner on the Switch with 611 hours.
3: Man, so, nice.
2: Yeah, and that's probably dropped off for Animal Crossing because when we moved, everything took a hit. And it, that was interesting to see the uh, play trend when we were moving. And like, I had a bunch of hours and then everything tanked in May and June. And finally, in July, everything picked up again when once we got stuff hooked up and internet and all that fun fun stuff so yeah but the second uh god of war was the second game that i put the most time into on the playstation along with fractured butthole the stick of truth and sea of (laughs) stars have all come in as my top five but by far fortnite has won
5: awesome unfortunately (laughs) that's cool
0: and it's funny too because like uh a again you youtube and podcast gods don't demonetize us the storm is saying butt, but b u t space w h o l e you yes. know, when when she says butthole yes. she says butthole, or if you like it you could say bottles and it's just a an odd accent bottles but um, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's Structured funny exactly yes comma <laughs> hole exactly like
2: a whole pie there you
0: go uh it's funny you you say fork knife because as sad as it sounds for for me uh my playstation play play playthrough uh it it absolutely was fork knife for me with 138 hours which is hilarious because my favorite video game series of all time final fantasy was number two on the ps5 with 53 hours and it's just funny that uh fork knife had 85 more hours compared to my favorite series though again uh final fantasy 16 didn't even crack my top 10 for best video games for 2023 on, on my uh video i released earlier this month so yeah not really saying too much there um i'm curious and it's funny you you, you mentioned about you where there was a steep drop i'm gonna i'm gonna mm-hmm. ask jason the 13th because he went offline he and i were talking uh he might have experienced a, a steep drop Jason uh same question for you what service did you end up putting the most hours in and uh yeah. what, what
5: game do you put the most which game too oh crap where's my playstation stuff now i <laughs> just had it a second ago um i don't know the total hours on playstation uh i do know fortnite was my first for uh, with 251 hours on playstation <laughs> um for for uh, the switch though i had 661 hours on the switch so and of course that was tied up with like 300 hours of pokemon and 100 hours of minecraft
0: <laughs> <laughs> so and it's cool though those two games especially pokemon you you could be hanging out with uh your your, your brother your brother's friends and just you know bsing with them and you could be shiny hunting yep. and, and and conversing so it's not like it's it looks like oh my gosh 600 hours on the switch 300 with pokemon but it's not like you know you're glued to a tv right a Controller and everything you're you're multitasking as, yes as anybody in a good relate in, in any sort of like relationship knows how to do you know how to multitask especially if you're a guy you know you'd be able to, to do the game and have a conversation with your significant others
5: so you're good yes. at that <laughs> yep and uh as you were talking about the falling off trend though yeah i went from playing like the 100 plus hours a month down to like 20 hours a month once i started my new job where i'm working like 12 to 11 hour days so yep my time definitely dropped off <laughs>
0: Yeah, but that's only twelve or or thirteen hour days, just two or three days a week, right? It's not like you're doing five, days. Yeah. six days, five
5: five to six days a week at eleven hours a week.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so uh, my my viewers and friends on- online that also follow Jason the Thirteenth, uh, if you haven't seen a lot of his videos lately. The, this is the exclusive why like, like he's busy he's working and uh do, doing a lot of hours and whatnot so yeah
5: <laughs> and, definitely... and it helps and it helps that my laptop that i do all my recording with is in the shop and don't know when it will be fixed and ready
0: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> which is why you don't see jason jason the Thirteenth's beautiful face here he's he's gone mobile so th- there you are
2: <laughs>
0: um I'm curious. So, what, one of the things that was really cool to see uh, on on Simbu's playthroughs, because we we shared a lot of our uh, highlights and everything for 2023 when when we did the year in reviews, um, it was really cool to see Simbu's diversity in regards to the number of games that he played on the the PS5. Because I think Simbu it was like 70 or 71 different games that that you had played or something like that. Is uh, am I remember that correctly?
1: Uh... Hold on, one second. I'm trying to pull it up here. Having a little bit of technical issues. Chromebook kind I'm of muted. is. Am I muted? Nope,
4: I hear you. Nope. Okay. Chromebook's sort um, of a computer.
1: Yeah. So, um, give me a few minutes. In front yeah, we of could. Fox. I can.
0: I can. Uh, let's ask Asteroides while you you fight the good Chromebook battle here. Ask me, just what kind of, um, your interview did you get with Steam?
4: Uh, yeah, so the, they've been doing it for a little while. It was the first year I actually checked mine out. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Interestingly, I just noticed, I don't see, I don't know if there's a way to drill down and see hours. I don't actually see hours, but I do see, uh sessions played but yeah hands down predictably for me i spent all my time in steam essentially it's basically the only game platform that's current that i own apart from occasional forays into emulation or uh playing at a friend's house or something like that um so it's you know i'd say in reality it's 99.9 percent of my play time was on steam with the 0.1 percent uh probably being uh random gaming i did with inferno fox <laughs> <laughs> on the switch uh but yeah uh it's the the breakdown is pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know how they've evolved year to year or whatever. It shows a link to the prior year, which I looked at a little bit. Um, but interestingly, this year, which is probably kind of unusual for me um i actually played the new games i got more than old games i had uh i did a little more uh exploration of new titles this year's this year that actually turned out well uh it seems like compared to prior years
0: that's cool yeah it's funny i remember you had mentioned in previous casts and conversations you kind of been jumping into a little bit of new more new titles uh sort of inspired from the the podcast here
4: yeah, definitely. Whereas uh, in the past, I maybe would have only, you know, kind of looked at gameplay on YouTube for a game or something like that. I'm I'm a little more inclined now to pull the trigger and. Buy something and play for a little while, which, to be fair, isn't that hard to push me into doing. I don't really mind spending money on a game. I'll even play for a few minutes. I'll almost never return them, even if they're almost offensively bad, uh, because I don't mind giving devs a few dollars. I know hard how hard it is to uh, scrape those dollars up uh, as an indie developer in particular, which mostly tends to be the games that I play. Yeah, and it's it's funny because you're an indie developer
0: yourself. You really have gained that appreciation that other uh, indie devs have
4: uh, put in that put into the games and 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 whatnot. Yeah, I appreciate a little weird game, and I want more of them in the world. So I like to, <laughs> when possible, uh, throw money at cool, weird little games. <laughs> that's that's
0: awesome, though. Um, Simbu, have you been any luck praying to the Chromebook gods? Otherwise, I, I, think I think I got your information in, in in front of me.
1: You probably have it. Um, yeah. Um, well, I, I can speak on, at least speak on, the uh, amount of games I played this year. Um,
0: 79, which, right?
1: Which was, yeah, which was uh 40-something, 40, 40-plus PS5 and, like, 33 PS4. Um, versions so looking at you know 77 ish i believe i'm fighting i'm fighting the chromebook over here
0: so (laughs) yeah i uh in our offline chat that we uh, uh us podcasters share uh we ended up sharing a thing and uh if you're viewing the screen here on youtube this is actually uh simbu's Seventy nine games that, that he had played for twenty twenty three, and this is this is really impressive, uh, uh, Simba. I, I'm gonna definitely give you uh, kudos on that. Not only that, but also the fifteen hundred and three hours that that you put in on, on the PS five. I'm I, I'm always impressed with you, but especially the fact that you're putting in seventy nine games. Would you attribute that many games being to uh, taking advantage of the PlayStation Plus Essential tier and the and the freebies that they give? You think that that's part of the reason why?
1: Yeah, I I would I would definitely agree agree with that. Uh, by the way, I'm up to eighty now, so I I did sneak in a, a another game since that screenshot was taken apparently. Um, but yeah, you know the the PlayStation Plus, even just the essential tier, the the cheap tier that I have, you know, three three games, you know, every month, um and it's it's just kind of like a game pass sort of situation there it, it the game is free you know there's no reason not to try it so when you see some of these like when you talk when people talk starfield oh look at the amount of massive the massive player counts for starfield when it when it when it came out well it was free it's a free game it, there's no reason not to try it if you have the uh you know, the ability to download it Like, I have um, Unlimited downloads I pay the extra 20 a month for the Unlimited downloads, you know, the no cap On my um, On my, you know megabit megabytes and stuff So, there's no reason Not to download it and give it a shot Absolutely What you see all the time Especially with Game Pass, <laughs> like a lot of times Game Pass games, there's no reason Not to give it a try
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm in total agreement with you there. Um, One of the things is I've got a screenshot here showing your top five. Where your number one is no surprise at fork knife at 511 hours. I'm betting you're up to high 500s, maybe
1: low 600. I am currently 577. Nice,
0: excellent. And then you got Disney Speedstorm, Disney Dreamlight Valley, Diablo Four, and Hogwarts Legacy PS Five, uh, and, and these are these are really impressive stats. I, I have to say, absolutely fantastic. Uh, and you just got into the Switch playing just a couple months ago, right?
1: Um, whenever, yeah, I think it was about a, a, a month or so ago when I bought uh, Jason Thirteen. 13- one of his, like, 90 switches that he has, so.
5: <laughs> uh, he might be exaggerating a little bit there.
1: Okay, okay, fine. Sorry, I exaggerated by, like, three. All right, so it's 87. Yeah, I, I was
0: going to say, sadly, only a little bit of an exaggeration. It's not, it's not much. No.
1: 86 now, everybody, because I bought one of the 87. Yeah, really?
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Jamie Owls uh, wanted to, to ask you um, one of the things with the, the playthroughs is uh, Jamie Owls. And I share a common uh, PlayStation account. So the, if I had said my number one was fork knife and number two was final fantasy 16, my number five was the Sims four with 22 <laughs> hours played, which of course that was not my number five. I, I that wouldn't have been my five and that wouldn't have been my number four uh because the number four listed is a plague tale requiem and that would have been probably just based on this information that would be your number one with number two being sims um how about on the on the nintendo switch were you able to pull up what your most played were for
3: 2023 honestly i wasn't able to uh get that information but honestly i can say i wasn't playing a whole lot on my switch this year it was more playstation um if I would have to guess, I I would say the most hours I was, the most hours I was playing would probably be either the Super Mario World or Super Mario 3. Because whenever I'm in the mood to play a Switch, I'll just pull up the old school games, kind of like a comfort food game for me. So, but yeah, I just, I'm just more of a PlayStation person.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh and, and nothing nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's definitely cur- encouraged because we, we definitely if I'm not going to be playing on the, the the PS5, I'm like, "Oh, Jamie Allison, I definitely yep. want you to be able to." <laughs> um so we definitely got a lot of a, a lot of hours being played in here and I just realized I didn't say what I played on my Switch. I am so sorry, guys. I had uh f- only 545 hours on my Switch. Uh, sixty-two total games, and my PlayStation. It was uh, what a, I'm trying to see what my total games played were on the PlayStation because I know a uh, good oh, only thirty-five. Um, my most played on the Switch is going to be no surprise. That's Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, 147 hours, and then Octopath Traveler with 77, and Sea Stars with 40. So no freaking surprise that I've got the most played on the switch being RPGs and ad- adventure mm-hmm. games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's, it's funny too. Cause it's like my most amount of uh, hours played with the monthly breakdown was in may with 134 G what game came out in may that would be tears of the kingdom. So oh, one of go ahead and, and kind of shift the gears and more focus on some of the individual games uh that that we ended up playing and really just kind of want to ask you all what's one of the worst video games that that you played this year and just kind of uh, curious as to why it was so bad um this one might actually be tough at least for me because i tend to uh blank out or black out bad experiences or maybe that's psychologically i repress them so maybe that says a lot about me (laughs) but um Astermedis,
4: I just want to ask you, like, what was one of the the, the poorer
0: showings for video games that you played this year?
4: Um, I tried out, uh, when I was kind of, uh, doing, uh, some card game research for a card game, I was kind of considering making, I was, uh, looking at digital adaptations of card games and I checked out, um, I noticed there was a, uh, digital version of Star Realms, which is a pretty well-known collectible, um, I guess it's not actually a collectible card game, but it is a deck builder, uh, card game, um, And uh, so out of curiosity, I checked out the digital version, and it looks like it was made in 1995, basically. It has terrible UI, essentially no quality of life features. It has online play. uh, But I was just so shocked because now the pattern you see, and essentially what I was researching, is that you see a lot more kind of like careful attention being paid to UI and really like kind of tactile interactions with UI elements like games like Hearthstone where you know the cards are flipping over your hand sort of spreads out and you hover on things and cards are played in front of you. Star Realms was just an extremely minimal bear uh, it, it almost looked like a prototype uh, or you know a, a mobile game or something or a bad mobile game. Uh, I was shocked given the kind kind of popularity of the card game overall that it would get such a bad uh, digital treatment. Uh, so I would nominate star realms for that one. Damn. It's, it's funny. Cause
0: I, I actually haven't heard of that. Maybe that's there's a reason for that. I don't know.
4: It probably didn't come out this year. I may have just, you know, stumbled upon it this year, but you know, it's active and functional. No reason, even if it did come out a while ago, it could, they couldn't have updated it to be better than that interesting
0: that's kind of a a shame that it didn't end up it really didn't end up really well for you but at the same time it's like at least you gave the that particular dev a chance and maybe if, if they receive enough positive feedback you know they they can take that information and do what they can to have a better
4: outing for for shoot for for next year you know knows or it was somebody's kid that hammered the game out uh, (laughs) in a few weeks Uh, that's a bit of an exaggeration but Uh, nepotism at its best or worse
0: uh storm how about you what was one of the 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 poorest showings for video games that you played this year
2: you know there was a trivia game that i played on the switch that was trivia for dummies now you would think that'd be an okay trivia game but it was poorly made just meh and so i it was only two dollars i'm glad it was only two dollars so you know I, it didn't hurt very much i only played it once in january once i downloaded it and then regretted that download it was just that bad um other games that i know it's not a bad game but it just didn't get my interest and maybe i will wait until you're ready to uh, go over to that end of question before I throw in that one because it's really not a bad game it just was not for me other than oh there's one more game that was kind of ick and it was the Avengers on the PlayStation I just did not like it at, at all so yeah no, it's, uh,
0: <laughs> it's like you and a, and a few millions upon millions of authors at least from from what I've heard with, with that particular uh, entry as it were. Um, it's l- l- let me ask you now as well, Jamie Owls. Um, mm-hmm. I-, I know you haven't played as many games perhaps as maybe like myself for a whatnot, but what would you say is one of the, the, the poorest games that you've played this year?
3: Um, the only one I can really think of right now would be a game called The Chant. Uh, I would say I only probably got in a half hour, at least. Uh, what did it for me was, number one, the graphics. The graphics weren't too great, so it wasn't really um impressing me. And also, I don't know, just some of the the movements and the little bit of the tricks that you needed to do within the game just bored me to tears. So I... I stopped playing. Usually, I'm pretty good with stopping a game if it's not catching my interest right away, so I don't waste my time. So I would say The Chant was probably the only game this year for me that was just really icky, and I couldn't do it. I I just couldn't move forward with that anymore.
0: Yeah, and like I've said before, like I, I, out of anything i really applaud how you uh are able to set the games aside and and not have that sort of pressure to kind of you know finish the fight as as it were it's like okay if the if the games aren't what you're you're looking to to get into or looking to do it's yeah it's really cool that you don't have that that sort of forced feeling oh i I, I, Mm i i
4: have to finish it i have to have to see it through you know I think that's a healthy adult attitude. (laughs) (laughs) I started doing that a lot, uh, when I uh, started developing games in particular too, I mean, I think part of it is, I think most, not all people, uh, I definitely don't really have that like completionist streak where I necessarily feel compelled to finish a game just because I started it. And as I started doing development, I started kind of valuing more sort of dipping in and kind of uh, checking things out and feeling like I'd gotten what I wanted if I did, you know, some quote unquote research and then left the game.
1: Yeah,
0: it, 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 that's definitely a good good way to approach it and to to do it. For me, too, it's like I employ the, the book rule of, you know, you read the first 75 pages. If the story, the writing style, the aesthetics and everything like that aren't catching your attention, then, you know, set it, set it aside, mm-hmm. set it down. Maybe you feel like maybe I'll, I'll check it out later. And if I never get that feeling again, you know. Uh, all of us each have anywhere from 30 to 35 plus years of video game experience each. So that means that we also don't have that many years left. So we, the years that we do have, we want to go and and play the games that we want to play as opposed to games that we feel forced to play. So mm-hmm. it's really, uh, it, like Astromedes has said, Jamie is definitely a, a great thought process to have. Um, Simbu, how about you? What was uh, one of the video games this year you played that was just, you just had the worst time with, or you just didn't care for? It was just, blah.
1: Oh, I got two. Ooh. One of them is no longer even listed. Um, that would have been the Battle Royal style beat em up uh, Rumbleverse. I thought it would be kind of fun, you know, open world sort of, you know, battle Royal doing, you know, playing as a wrestler, doing wrestling moves to, you know, fight each other. The combat was horrendous. I mean, it was just, it it was God, it was just God awful. Um, You don't like hit boxes were, were atrocious. Um, I, I would be getting punched from, Five feet away from the guy, but yet I would swing and I wouldn't hit him. So it's just it, it, very clunky controls. Um, your your character is very slow, even though I was a thinner, agile uh, female character. So, but yet some big, clunky, you know, Brock Lesnar sized avatar would be able to you know move faster than me somehow, which makes no sense. Um so that that game ended up being on on there for what inferno fox maybe a couple weeks a month and it got delisted completely um and then my second one is generation 0 it was a it's a free to play um my old gaming crew we kind of downloaded it you know to to try it it's a you're it's basically a wish.com version of Daisy. Hmm. Um, if if anyone knows Daisy, survival horror, you know, survival horror esque kind of open world PVP sort of game. We this one's PVE, not so not so PVP, but um, just every enemy is a bullet sponge. I mean, I'm dead dead serious. I could headshot. Um, An enemy, and it would be like you threw a pebble at me. Like, wait, (laughs) what? Um, it's very clunky. Um, I mean, it's the the aiming. The aiming is horrendous. Uh, it's like they tried to do realistic aiming, but really failed. Um, because bullet drop makes no sense in how it's how it was done. Uh, and not to mention the enemies are extremely overpowered way overpowered and that's playing on just normal um so yeah those those were two games those were the two games this year that i gave them the college try and said nah i'm done done done
4: yeah
0: and i and definitely have to give you credit and thank you for taking the bullet on the Rumbleverse game because the 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 premise of it kind of sounds interesting because it's like that battle royale type of wrestling sort of a a thing with an interesting aesthetic but it's a shame that, real shame that that ended up being such a dud but mm. i mean it's it, it kind of paid for it. it it's done no longer available like you said
1: <laughs> yeah and i mean that's not to say that you know there may not be another beat-em-up-esque sort of game that comes out of the travesty that uh was rumbleverse status release um you know in the future somewhere down the road because there's plenty other uh there's a couple other VR games that are you know melee combat focused so yeah
0: absolutely uh Jason the 13th how about you like what was one of the the worst uh video games that you've played this year
5: well uh- I, I know it's kind of unfair saying the worst because everyone's worst is somebody else's like favorite game. <laughs> so I, I never played Rumbleverse, but I just did not like the looks of it to begin with. But the ones that I did try, the one that I couldn't get into, which is a, a smash brothers, uh clone Brahalla would probably be at there at the top of my list. I just wow. could not get into it for the fighting game. Played it for a while and it just, I don't know, it's just something about it. I didn't click with me on that one.
0: And you, and you did like multiverses, right?
5: Oh yeah, I liked the multiverse.
0: So so again audience before you start, you know, uh firebombing and trying to dox Port Jason the 13th. He did <laughs> like multiverses, you know, he's not he's I not did. averse to smash and smash corps. It's just
5: something about right, something about the Brawlhalla, I just could not get into it. I could not like figure it out as good with the uh, fighting.
4: Yeah I I Funny. played Brawlhalla like when it came out I think with probably mm-hmm. a few year a few years ago when it initially came out and I I'm of the same opinion like I would say it's it's art is really lackluster it looks like a flash game from the year 2000 basically with <laughs> kind of its art style uh the combat is too focused on sort of like weapons it feels yes. kind of stiff Controls feel stiff and a little bit like floaty, which is the exact opposite of what you want in a fighting game. Overall, yeah, I I, I have the exact same opinion. Did not like Brawlhalla. I yeah. actually liked Multiverses, even though I didn't put a yep. ton of time into it. I played it. It seems like a kind of legitimate game in its own right. You know, it has its own differences from Smash Brothers, but uh, in a lot of the ways that kind of mattered, at least captures that feeling. But yeah, I would agree on Brawlhalla for sure.
1: Yeah, Brawlhalla, If this was the last year, I think last year was when I tried Brawlhalla, So that would have been my worst game ever. Uh, <laughs> See, last year. I'm not year. the
5: only one with this going game.
1: <laughs> but again, I, I do enjoy. I did enjoy multiverses. However, I did. Yes. Uh, you know, I do feel that um, all the info that they did get from this two-year beta test that they did. Yeah. Um, they're really Hopefully going to uh, buckle down and tighten up that game because again. While some people here I know probably disagree with me on it, I do feel the combat was a bit floaty and not as, you know, uh, precise as it should be for a fighting game. Um, but that's just my opinion. Again, we'll see what happens, I think, in a couple months when Multiverse is re-releases, I think.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be a good, good time for them to be able to do that because, you got a lot, a lot of the hits and everything like that done here in in twenty twenty three. Now it's time to to bring bring on the noise, bring on multiverses again. Um, so kind of the you got the games that we love when that we we hate. Uh, let's go to the the opposite direction of having emotion to games we have no emotion for. Like, and it, it specifically, this is a game that maybe you played this year that you just were like. I just can't get into this. It's it's not bad, but I just I'm it's not good to me. I I don't I'm not enjoying this. Maybe I'll try it again later and it it like I know it's not a bad game. Like this is really anything that sort of feels mid or meh. For me, my my big game and I think I told you told told you guys this before I mentioned it this uh earlier this year, but my mid game for 2023 absolutely was God of War 2018. Uh, I got about 10 hours into that and it's just, I it was just meh, it, it couldn't, couldn't capture my interest. The story was fine. The game, the gameplay was fine. It was, it just wasn't anything like, uh, for me too, I, I like, I'm not about the whole shock and awe sort, sort of like player to where like you have these sweeping huge cinematic battles and whatnot so like the beginning of god of war uh kratos has a battle against a foe uh that's within that that sort of norse mythology and it's like a sweeping battle in the sense of, of like where the the characters fight through and travel through and uh god of war games are known for that and even playstation games stuff like shadow of the colossus yeah no doesn't interest me if you if you have the whole go big or go home mentality um i'm already home i'm already home playing you know tetris or mario or uh final fantasy or or something else if the the important thing to me if somebody thinks the important thing is the the cinematic the the big style thing over the actual substance then then uh bye felicia i'm out Uh, That was part of the reason why Final Fantasy 16 did not hit my top ten for this year because it was a victim of that as well. I don't know if it's more of like a Western ideology, but the Final Fantasy 15 and 16, uh, Square Enix had been really hitting that whole "Okay, let's hit, let's focus on the Western audience" thing, and boy did Final Fantasy 16 throw a whole bunch of those sweeping uh type type of battles the, the only things that kept me with into 16 really it was the, it was the music the voice acting the story was decent and i really enjoyed the characters they 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 were multi-dimensional it really helped to catch my attention everything that god a war 2018 was not to me so let, let me ask you guys what was the what was the mid game what was the meh game that you played that you, it wasn't you knew it wasn't bad but just wasn't good to you and you just couldn't capture your attention uh jamie owls um l- l- let me ask you uh based on what i had said what, what games this year did you play that kind of fit that sort of description
3: uh games that i enjoy this year
0: no games that were you just like you knew they weren't bad but you, oh. you couldn't get in you couldn't get into and they're just very meh very mid very meh. You're, you're real new, neutral on them it's just i'm
3: gonna be honest on this one um for me it'll probably be dead space i mean i enjoyed it i'm glad i finished it but there was a period where i played for a good month until i'm like you know what i need to take a break i need to go on To play something else, kind of maybe something that's more cheerful, even though I love playing all the horror survival games. But, you know, I for some reason that one was just kind of like, eh, I just, you know, wanted to play a little bit more of the Sims, play a little bit of the Animal Crossing, and then I got back to it. So I'm proud to say that at least I finished it. It was good. And from what I'm hearing, they're making a second one or remaking the second one. So yeah, I could see myself playing that, but yeah, for me, it would be dead space.
4: Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. When I first played dead space, I had a very similar reaction. I did not go on to finish it. I liked kind of the ambiance and everything. I just felt mm-hmm. it got very repetitive. Like, yes. I feel like the game could basically be like 30% as long as it is and be sort of a better experience.
3: Yes, that's exactly how I felt. It just kept going on and on and on, and just I need a little, I need something else.
0: And, and I'm sorry, just based on on what you said, I have to. I'll vent here one second, a little bit off topic. Another game that's like that that should be 30 percent the size of what it was. Final Fantasy VII remake It'd be. There was no reason that you needed to, to that that game needed to be 40 hours long when it was a remake of a six hour portion of the original uh material as it were like it was just a thing where okay let's just expand and we expand it just way too much i'm hoping rebirth coming in february is expanding all of the good stuff with final fantasy 7 in that part of the game but yeah i sorry i know that's not that, that it's just funny uh astered you what you just described i'm like oh my gosh that totally made me think of that
4: Yeah, I I guarantee they'll do another 40 hours for the next part, and they will certainly expand some of the stuff that you don't care about just to make (laughs) that number. So I think it's an arbitrary goal at this point, particularly for an RPG.
0: Yeah, at at least with this one, they're outdoors, so I'm not stuck in a sewer or a building or a basement or a hallway or whatever the flip I was with, with Remake. Love the characters, love the acting, love the music. The combat was okay, but yeah, it was just way too long way way too long um jason the 13th let me let me ask you uh um, games that what, what game or games did you play that were just mid to you meh yeah you you, you you didn't really like or dislike it You just yeah
5: um well i got two that are up that alley that off the top of my head uh the end lean one which was a free playstation plus one It was like yeah it was it's more of like Kind of like a puzzle game, but it's like a survival puzzle thing where you're the fox running around, and you got to keep food. You got to try and not kill the pups and all that fun stuff. I probably got about halfway through it and went, yeah, nope, that one's not for me. And then uh, I played, and I should give it a second try, actually, because I didn't play a lot of it. Uh, the My Hero Academia Rumble, uh, uh, Ultra Rumble. Uh, i just didn't get into it it's you're fighting in like teens like teams of three it's kind of like almost like how that Rumbleverse game kind of set up where you're just going around fighting um i didn't really get into it i was hoping that i would get into it because i love the anime <laughs> and just didn't really find myself getting into it
0: that's gotcha. interesting um Simbu, how about you same question <laughs>
5: Well, I mean, I, I
1: played 80-something, 80, 80 games this year, so I'm not, I'm not going to go over
5: all of them. Um,
4: no, yeah, just your your so, most middest so, of the mid. The most remarkable, unremarkable <laughs> game.
5: Wait a minute, so does that, does that mean all 80 were mid-games for you? <laughs> yes, every single game I played was so mid.
1: <laughs> so mid-cliché, worst games ever. Yep. Mm-hmm. My worst impression of comic book guy from Simpsons. But <laughs> um no, uh let, let's go ahead and we'll we'll go with the, the couple big ones. Um Cyberpunk 2077. Fantastic game. It looks great. I know you know C D Project Red did a ton and ton of back end work uh to make that game look as good as it does now. But I just I, I couldn't get into it um you know and I, I probably got seven to ten hours in um you know and just meh it, it wasn't holding my attention um and then let's go with uh two quick mentions bioshock infinite i picked it up again uh picked it up tried it again still not meh and Mass Effect Andromeda still meh. Um, we need so I swear to god, we need another good Mass Effect game because we need something to cleanse our palates after Andromeda. If we really do. Um, Biomass, I'm looking at you, or Bioware, I'm looking at you. Uh, and then the other one, I picked it up, you know, because it was one of the PlayStation Plus free games. Alan Wake Remastered. I I know it's, you know, it's I know it's good. I know, you know, a lot of people like it, Um, but I I don't, I expected a little more out of the flashlight tag combat than what you really got, because I got to a point where you're overlooking like this canyon area and you got the weird, you know, survivalist guy with you and he's completely useless in this fight, but it's just a mob fight. And I was playing on easy, and I get I couldn't get past it. And I'm like, this makes no sense. I'm on easy. I should be able to get through this. Um. So yeah, Alan Wake is my other mid.
0: Interesting. Yeah. No. That's it, it's funny too because I've actually even with the newest Alan Wake game, Alan Wake Two, I've heard of uh, individuals kind of having a a similar tough time with some of the the combat portions of that. And I can definitely understand, and appreciate that, and, and really appreciate you given the 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 college try again with Bioshock Infinite and Mass Effect Andromeda because it's like you know you know the first two of Bioshock games were so good, and then the Mass Effect trilogy was so good. Like you'd hope that the the last entry of each of those series would be decent, but if they, you know they're they're either not hitting with you or they're just not not great. I mean, what can you do? I mean, at least you, you gave them a try again. Um,
1: yeah, um, I, I will You know, I just want to, you know, throw it out real quick. Uh, quick thing about Bioshock Infinite. Yes, we know racism is bad. It is a bad thing. However, for the love of God, don't shove that down my throat the entire game. In a uh, very overtly way, which, yeah. So if you have you know sensitivity to racial issues, definitely stay away from Bioshock Infinite. I swear you will not enjoy your time at all. It'll be nothing but irritate you.
0: Um, uh, on that note, before we get demonetized, <laughs> no um storm uh how about you what what games have you played this year that were just kind of mid to you meh, you couldn't couldn't keep your attention really and if you're uh talking you're muted Could mic be- check
2: i am muted thank you <laughs> oh, it happens i told you that is just a thing that happens all the time um Event Horizon Zero or Event Horizon. I want to call it Event Horizon. and renaming the game. Okay, <laughs> that's just going to be it. Horizon, um, Horizon, Horizon Zero West. Dawn. Yeah, I started with Zero, oh, Dawn. Zero Dawn. Yeah, <laughs> I I just could not get into them at all. Um, I played for a little bit just to get to make sure I wasn't just giving up easily, and you know, just meh on it. It's story. The movements are okay and things. It just like wasn't for me. It was already bored with it. Um, Alan Wake I wanted to play because I love the music from Alan Wake. And um, it was the controls in Alan Wake that got annoying for me. And I stopped for a little bit. So that is another meh game. And I hate that it is on the list because I want to give it another try. But at that point in time I needed to just walk away from it because it it was irritating and I hadn't even gotten, you know, over to one part yet and I was getting attacked by light ghosts or something and just yeah, lost the flashlight. I don't know. I don't know. So <laughs> there those two were yeah, you know, there are some others that it kind of played that were okay, but those two I did give uh, more effort to that I just gave up in the end.
0: No, that's it, it that's totally fair. That's totally fair, especially the the Alan Wake thing because if the controls aren't jiving with you, I mean, there's nothing more core to the gameplay than the controls. I mean, if you if you you're not comfortable handling ha- handling or handling the controls themselves, then you're 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 gonna have a bad time. Not to steal Sansa's quote there, but no it's and and for me personally i don't like robots i'm not into mechs or anything like that so that it was a non-starter non-starter for me to not be interested in horizon zero dawn which is kind of crappy for me because like i like the character i like the the type of world that they're in but i just i can't see myself fighting robots for hours upon hours upon hours which is what you'd end up doing um right astrom did I get your mid thing did you because you mentioned dead space but was there any other ones
4: yeah I didn't actually play dead space this year I just remember from my original uh, playthrough of Dead space having basically the exact same reaction as Jamail's like for a while the <laughs> school and then like uh is there something else or is it just going to be more things popping out events um but uh the all of you. <laughs> I would say the uh the two that I would say were kind of my most meh games for slightly different reasons. So First, a weird one, uh, Garfield Kart. I found this game on Steam when I was looking for Mario Kart likes to play with my wife. I found this game Garfield Kart, and she loves Garfield. And I had serious kind of misgivings from the beginning. Uh, I found that it looks like this kind of, I don't know if it's the publisher or the developer, but I remember seeing that there was actually a slew of garfield games that were ripping off mario titles coming out or at least a couple there was uh they also had a mario party rip off uh probably just unimaginably, unimaginatively called garfield party uh but anyway so this (laughs) garfield kart game in in a way it did actually kind of exceed my expectations which were below the basement low um but surprisingly so first off it doesn't look that bad. And that's about where I put the graphics for the year it came out. It looks okay. The characters are recognizably Garfield. It has a bit of kind of a shiny uh, Nintendo uh, sort of art style look to it a little bit. Um, The handling is actually pretty all right. I, to the point where I, I've not been playing recent Mario party and, or um, I should say, uh, Mario Kart entries at all, with the exception of the, you know, a couple times a year I play them at Inferno Fox's place. Um, So I had played a more recent uh, Mario Kart 8, whatever it is I'd played at your place, uh, could not for the life of me, could not figure out the drifting in the short play session we had played this much worse garfield kart game at home (laughs) i figured out the drifting on this garfield kart game playing (laughs) at a more uh a less competitive setting with my wife um and so i found that it, it actually they duplicated the kind of feel of the mario kart mechanics fairly well like to the point where i was pretty sort of impressed by it but then Basically, the thing that makes this the meh entry is there's, I think, no unlockables, no re- you don't gain anything as you play. You play through and you can play the different the three different uh, pre's or whatever, and like you don't get anything for any of them. Um, there's literally no reason to keep playing the game at all. Uh, and then I also found, despite the handling overall being pretty good, kind of weird level geometry in a couple places. If you hit things at a certain speed, you come to kind of a weird stop. It's sort of hard to get yourself out. So it was it was a little bit rough around the edges. So Garfield cart as both a surprisingly faithful but incredibly uh, a solid C effort overall, I would say for. Uh, for aping uh mario kart and then the other one i'll mention more briefly uh there is a um a deck builder card game called banners of ruin that i think came out this year um and i was interested in it because it sort of uh tries to be a multiple party member version of slay the spire um And it has sort of like an oil painting almost kind of art style um, and a sort of like involved uh, story about sort of different factions um, that are anthropomorphic animal races. But I – for some reasons, I can't quite explain. It just came across very – boring it had a feeling of both being sort of overcomplicated and uh limited i think part of that problem was not enough wasn't locked in the beginning to the point where i felt like i had nothing interesting to do and it also felt very difficult i suspect there is maybe sort of a deeper game that is halfway decent there um but for the life of me it just didn't really grab me uh so i'd say banners of ruin is my other meh interesting
0: yeah, it's. Uh, it, I, I think Jamie Owls that we that you have Garfield Kart on the Switch. I think yeah, if I remember, sucks.
3: <laughs>
5: I love Garfield too. I love, I love great it. second nomination there. <laughs> <laughs> I love
3: Garfield uh, too, so it, it was a disappointment.
5: <laughs> uh, Astrometes, I want to
1: throw a couple uh, decent Mario Kart. Clone Racers, um, Disney Speedstorm, and Cartwright adrift are actually really, really, are really good. Yeah, I
4: think it was Cart Rider Drift I had seen looked like probably like one of the better entries. It was it was the, an intersection of finding one my wife would play and was a good Mario Kart clone. Uh, so basically, I think Garfield got her on board to play that one. And all the other ones maybe felt too scarily modern for her. If it was up to her, she would most like to play the original Mario Kart on Super Nintendo. Nice. Uh, so we're actually getting close to,
0: to our end time. I had a couple of additional questions to pose to you guys, but we actually won't be needing them. I'm still going to ask like a, a, generally to, to y'all them. Cause I'm curious, um, if, if these applied to you at all, uh, what video game that you played that had the best sound or music soundtrack, what have you, uh, for me, my answer is right here, Octopath. Traveler Two. I also was going to ask you which game had the best narrative story out of all those that you played. That answer is Octopath Traveler Two. So again, that that made mine really easy. Um, Simbu, how about how about you? Because because you, again, you, you you probably played the most games. Um, out of all those that you played, which one had, had like the best sound or soundtrack and uh, and or narrative? So
1: for narrative. I've got to give it to, uh, got to give it to Spider-Man Two, and of course this is games that I have played. This doesn't include Baldur's Gate Three, because if I had played that, that would be hands down winner. Um, but I've got to go with Spider-Man Two for a narrative, soundtrack. All right, Dead Island has some pretty good ambiance to it. Uh, Dead Island Two, but anybody who knows me. Knows I'm a Disney sucker, so my soundtrack win is going to Disney Speedstorm. Nice, because the racing remix to all like your class, you know the classic Disney songs from movies is it, it's it's a great thing to listen to while you're racing.
0: Very cool, uh, Storm. How about you? Uh, best narrative slash story, best soundtrack.
2: Oh well for the best story for me and I grumbled with you saying you were bored with it but to each their own was God of War. Um that has been one of my favorite games of this year. And God of War Ragnarok is coming up close to that. However, the best soundtrack, which is going to be funny, is <laughs> does it No, oh, I don't know if it counts quite counts, but you know, the Fortnite festival, I, hands down. With all of the music in there, is going to be my favorite. Um, but if we want, you know, musical scores, soundtracks, then you give uh Super Mario RPG. But for as far as story, there's another good story, Super Mario RPG. Jason the Thirteenth. You want to put down Pokemon and get on that? You won't. <laughs> you won't regret it.
0: Yeah, I, I was going to say, no. more RPG was a very close number two for soundtrack for me. I,
5: the only reason it's on hold right now is because I have played the original.
0: Trust me like nope. playing this one is is yeah fan, fantastic if you played the original you'll you'll be you'll you'll it'll take your breath away the this new one and while you got that got your background unmuted Jason how about you best narrative best uh since you you, you always mute well I guess your best soundtrack is the mute button so <laughs> right now it is cuz there's
5: a lot of background noise uh, soundtrack, I'm never one that pays a close attention to a lot of the music, but I'll give it to uh, Simbu with this one with the Disney Speed uh, if you're a fan of the Disney stuff, that the remixes are actually bad. Like they're actually really good. So I'll give them that for sound. Uh, story-wise, out of the I know it feels like I haven't played as many games and I haven't played the big games that I would like to um so for what i've played uh pokemon scarlet and violet man they have some of the best stories that pokemon games have had in a long time and with the new one they've got like four different storylines going at the same time they did a really good job with the storyline
4: very cool
0: um astromedes how about you soundtrack story
4: um, I would say it's in terms of pure soundtrack, it's probably almost a tie. Like uh, Darkest Dungeon 2, which was my most played game of this year, uh, the music itself is really good. It's really kind of dramatic orchestral stuff. I've actually used it as battle music for my Dungeons and Dragons game, <laughs> tabletop <laughs> game that I run uh, for some important battles and stuff. And I would say that's tied with uh, Inscription that has kind of neat uh more kind of toned down ambient dark uh sort of soundtrack and also like kind of good sound design overall. It's just pretty immersive and ambient overall, everything in inscription. And then I would also say inscription for best narrative story. It's sort of a, uh, there's like a sort of like an ARG on top of the game, almost where at certain points in the game, you see videos of this fictional YouTuber who is documenting this essentially kind of haunted uh, digital card game and uh, sort of a, a story story In addition to your kind of in-universe story throughout the game, there's sort of an out-of-universe story you also see glimpses of as you go through. And of course, it kind of lines up with events at the very end of the game. So the story was more fun than I kind of expected and engaging in inscription.
3: Nice.
0: And Jamie Ellis, how about you? Uh, Best narrative, best soundtrack? Uh, The
3: two games that I have in mind for both Narrative and soundtrack would be Kenya Bridge of Spirits. And I played it this year, which is the um, Plague's Tale Requiem. Uh, the narrative of the second Plague's Tale game. Let's just say that I'm still processing the ending to this day. Um, <laughs> to those who have not played it, I don't want to spoil. So... If you ever get a chance to play it, you'll see why. Um, yeah, Kenya, though, I like the music. Uh, it has like a you know fun, meditative sound throughout the game. So most of the time while I'm playing, I just feel so relaxed. But yeah, those are probably the two most that I would say that I enjoy, both narrative and the soundtrack.
0: Nice. So as we're, we're, we're finishing our discussion here... Uh, I'll ask you guys top three, the top three best video games you played here in twenty twenty three the best. My top three, it is going to be Super Mario Brothers Wonder at number three. Number two is Tears of the Kingdom and number one, Metroid Prime remastered. Uh, Astromedes, let's let's start with you. Your top three best video games you played?
4: Uh, My number one would pretty easily be probably Darkest Dungeon 2. Um, And then uh, my number two would probably be Inscription. And then I'd say number three would be World of Horror, which I didn't spend as much time with, but I enjoy. Um, And those were all games, I think. Yes, all of those were games I played that were new for this year, I believe. Nice. Excellent. Good,
0: good, good choices. Uh, let's see here. Storm, how about you? What are your top three games that you played this year in 2023?
2: In 2023, well, I'm going to say number three. No uh South Park, The Stick of Truth. I absolutely just love that game. I'm excited for a new South Park game coming soon. Um the second would have been God of War. And um maybe tie with God of War Ragnarok, even though I'm not all the way through, but God of War I finished and just, you know, fell in love with it. Um but my number one is the Super Mario RPG. It would have been my favorite games of the years with of the year with honorable mention to uh the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game that came out as well as Fortnite for its original having its OG season as well as the new platforms that have come out with the Lego Fortnite, Fortnite Festival, and the um racing, which meh, I haven't done a whole lot of the racing, but I'm enjoying the Fortnite Festival. So those would be all my favorites.
0: Nice. Excellent. Uh, Have you returned back to Mario RPG for the post-game content?
2: I have a little bit. I have to go make my characters stronger because I have to, I'm following your advice and I have to upgrade some things. So I have to go, you know, battle some little enemies and then try to beat the big guy.
0: Nice. Yeah. Cause the, not only beating the game, but you have to beat Jinx and Qlex in Monstro Town before any of the actual post-game content unlocks. And you'll know, I think, I think it does if when you beat those two other battles uh, and then beat the mm-hmm. game or something. But that that that's how that that worked for me. Um, Jason Thirteenth, what were the top three games that you played in twenty twenty three?
5: You guys make me feel like I've played no games this year. <laughs> As you should play. Um, top three. Sheesh. Um the I haven't played a ton of games this year overall, but the Tears of the Kingdom would be number one without a problem. Um sheesh. I can't, like I I love Pokemon, but I don't it's never like a top game for people to play um
4: maybe it is for you though
5: I know <laughs> I mean it's my go to it's my comfort food it's where I sink most of my time into it um but yeah here's the kingdoms'd be number one God I've played a lot of, quite a bit of the new Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat one the new one is that one's really good um Sheesh and I guess I'd have to say the Pokemon because it's just that good and I actually thoroughly enjoyed the storyline so I would have to say those would be up there in the top three
0: nice no that that, that makes sense you can say Pokemon because this is your and
5: like I top said three. it had the best storyline for what I played this year so at least in my opinion that it, it had good one
0: you know nice uh jamie owls how about you what is your top three top three in 2023
3: so as i mentioned earlier i didn't play a whole lot of games this year but the three that i would say that have to be the best um is cat quest really enjoy that one very cute RPG, and if you love cats, I recommend it. Um, probably the next choice would be kenya Bridge of Spirits*. Found that game to be a lot of fun, and I love the graphics, I love the story. Those little souls, the little black souls, so cute. And the best, the next best one would be uh, *Plague Tale: Requiem*. Those Those probably my top three for this year and now that i'm talking about them i want to play them again so (laughs) i'll just forget all the new games that i have i'll just replay all the ones that i want to play again
0: (laughs) yeah sometimes it's it's hard to get into the new games when you can go back to go back to the well go back to the comfort food stuff and play the games that you know and just be be comforted by the the routine of what's been established and you know sometimes you need that like it's it is it is nice to be able to have the new experiences and everything but it's also nice to come back home and and enjoy what's comfortable yes and last and absolutely certainly not least i saved simbu for last for a reason simbu what were the top five games that you played in 2023 the best five games that you played
1: wow um that's funny because i was gonna have two honorable mentions now i don't have to nope <laughs> uh, number five coming in at number five and number four um we're gonna go with stick of truth and uh fractured butt hole um <laughs> they're not the first times i played them i played them before but i did replay both games this year um absolutely enjoy both of them they, they are a seasons worth of content per game um and of course it's all you know the south park you know and love um coming in at number 3 so my actual top 3 is going to be the dead space remake absolutely loved the remake uh, absolutely loved the remaster loved the whole uh dismem- new, you know, dismemberment uh mechanics that they employed. Uh love that they were able to do it with the with the HDR over scanning and everything. It looks fantastic. Looks like how the game should have looked when it first came out and what the devs really wanted to do, but were limited by the original processing powers and the technology of the time. Number two, we are going to go with ah jedi survivor i figured i figured
0: that'd be up there
1: (laughs) we've got to go star wars um lightsaber combat a lot of is always fun you know force powers are always great um the fact that it is a you know a sandbox open world style game is is really awesome i love that they kept that you know um and expanded on that from fallen order a bit um you know, but unfortunately the story is just it is a little bit lacking um overall uh compared to my number one, which of course is Rise of Kong. No, I'm kidding. Yep, that's right. It is it's those monkeys. Redfall. <laughs> no, no, it's not Redfall either. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm all right. It it is Spider-Man two. Um hundred percent. It, it it's it's a great story that it, That impresses upon the first two games, you know, being Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Expands the whole Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Verse and everything like that. uh, Stays true to it. A lot of cool Easter eggs. And, of course, it has a cool little fast travel system. But if you're fast traveling around the city instead of web swinging, do you really even (laughs) Spider-Man?
0: That's that. That's funny because I've I've heard the same thing. Like, you you can fast travel, but like, it's not as fun as actually sw- sw- swinging around the city and everything like that. Just how they managed to take the system that worked so well on the PS4 original Spider Man and just not tamper with it. Just you know, kind of keep keep it, but just you know, make it feel good. Make it continue to feel good. Maybe even feel a little little bit better. It's just really an overall impressive effort.
4: Oh, uh, yeah. watch some it, technical it, breakdown videos on some of the uh, the how that they uh, accomplish that with like just the massive streaming parts of the city. It's really uh, it's really an accomplishment in that game.
0: Would Dreamlight Valley and and Speedstorm be like number six and seven for you, Simbu?
1: Yeah, I mean, while I would say yeah, I would give them they would definitely be easily top ten. Um, Garrett probably be my six and seven. Speedstorm being six, Dreamlight Valley being seven. Um, I'm at the point in Dreamlight Valley where I have no replayability, uh, because I've pretty much done everything. And you know, at least with Speedstorm, there's the replayability factor to it. Um, the one thing I want one, one quick thing I wanted to say about Spider-Man Two was it's funny that Spider-Man and Insomniac found a way to make the most annoying and uh, schlogging part of a game into the one of the most fun parts of the game, and that, of course, is traversal. Because anyone who plays open world or sandbox knows that if you play Skyrim, yeah, that walking forever sucks,
0: or like any <laughs> Metro Metroidvania, it's the same exact uh, back traveling. And, and and backstepping and everything like that, not fun.
1: But in Spider Man, oh, it's great because you're like,
0: shoo, 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 shoo. <laughs> very good, very cool. Um, uh, so we overall, I, I would definitely say it sounds like we had a really great year playing a lot of the the fantastic games that came out in 2023. Just like any other year, too, the you know there are some not so good games, some some mech games, but o- overall, definitely one of the best years in video gaming that that I've seen. So, I uh, just want to take the time once again to thank my fantastic crew here for for not only joining me but joining me for literally half the year, so fifty two weeks in a year, and this is episode twenty six. So we've been doing this for half a year, and hopefully, we'll have another another half of the year. Or, or many years to to have the this fantastic podcast. So, a huge thanks to you guys for joining me. And just to to, to say on on our outros here, we of course have Simbu Darkfang again, our love our level five grandpa, main actor at Basement of the Dead, and the best person at Fork BRs. No argument. I don't want to hear any arguing here. Simbu, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Hey, it's always great to uh, come in here and uh, you know have a, somebody actually want to listen to me for once.
0: <laughs> what was that? I, I didn't hear you.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: know,
1: you know, it all alls well to head to end bad.
0: <laughs> and then, of course, we have Storm Rose Sky of the Twitch and YouTube channels of Storm Rose Sky. Storm, thank you again, as, as always, for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure to be here and I look forward to the next crazy year with you all.
0: As as do I, as do we all as well. And Jamie Owls, thank you so much for joining us as well.
3: Thank you for having me. I look forward to next podcast.
0: And of course we also have Astromedes, developer and co-owner of Second Place Games. Astromedes, thank you again for joining us.
4: I'm glad to be here reviewing the games that no one else will apparently. <laughs> it's sad too. I've got a Steam Deck. I, I I can play them. It's just I
0: you know I I'm, I'm I I tend to be stuck on my old, old console ways. It's a ha- hard habit to break. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> for Inferno Fox, Nintendo calling.
0: Yeah, it, it it's been Nintendo and PlayStation for the last twenty years, and and just Nintendo for the. The 10 or 15 before that yeah, and- I'm chained
4: to my computer so <laughs>
0: <laughs> and last but not least Jason the 13th thank you so much for joining
5: us again YouTube channel of Jason the 13th not a problem I love being here with you guys and for Astromedies it's always nice to hear about some interesting indie games there so <laughs> it's a good thing you're here <laughs>
0: yeah ab- absolutely and a lot of them would really be up your, your alley jason because they're they're some of them are really strange and strange is your middle name
5: <laughs> yes it is
0: <laughs> so and a final thank you to our fantastic audience for joining us uh, make sure to let us know in the comments section below what your your favorite games were that you played in 2023 or Or if you're joining us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or the like, make sure that you let us know through those means.
1: Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you have a great day.